On Novice Beginnings, two close friends recall the first time they tried something new or ventured into the unknown. Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on you, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Emma, Star Wars is definitely about drug culture, man. You're telling me, Ed, you're telling me, I mean, what was Jabber smoking in that big glass pipe? Come on, what we think? You know what I mean? Fucking opium. Of course it was opium. You know it was. You know it was. Listen, listen, Han Solo, yeah? He's got a smuggling compartment in the Millennium Falcon, isn't he? He's only an intergalactic smack dealer, isn't he? You know what I mean? Now, this stuff is my favourite stuff. And I also know it's gonna be your favorite stuff. If you notice, I was rolling my joint. Yes, I got to like. <laughs> Another novice beginnings. The theme? Well, that's pretty obvious at this point. It's drugs. A quick shout out to our sponsors, Otto from The Simpsons, Homemade DMT, and of course, the classic movie. I don't know when it was actually filmed but dazed and confused set in the 70s i believe <coughs> genuine cough genuine bong hit and tonight we are going to be chasing the dragon folks jakey blunts brenty bong hits we will be your shamans this evening and uh jacob in all seriousness this is going to be a lot of fun because uh, there's nothing more i like talking about than first time experiences with drugs because they're so goddamn funny so, uh, take it away, my friend. I'm gonna be the fucking Cheech to your Chong. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the, the Harold to your, to your Kumar. What, what is it with platonic male bonding and drugs? <laughs> Imagine how much closer we'd be if I, if I did do drugs with you more often. Yeah, I, uh, I asked Jacob if he would like to join me, uh, with a bong hit to, to toast the show, if you will, and, uh, you declined. Straight edge. I'm straight edge now. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty disappointing. It, it, How's it, that life treating you? <laughs> I feel great. I feel great. <laughs> so clear, they all clear, say. Clear mind. No, I'm miserable. But um, here's, here's what, you know what I was thinking, dude? I was like, if we, if, if, if we are Harold and Kumar, so like as, as vegans, what would our White Castle be? And I was thinking it'd be a cool, cool, cool thing if like our White Castle was like Vegandale, but then we went and it, and it sucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like big disappointment. That and, would, <laughs> and just be this epic movie with a giant disappointment at the end. Big old cold slab of Satan. <laughs> anyway, man, I mean, I think that my my first drug story starts where most people's does. The fucking heroin. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you do a lot your first time, right? Well, you are from London. <laughs> what do you know about London? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I think, you know, it, it, you know, comes down to the sticky, you know? Of course, the, the gateway, <laughs> the gateway drug. Um, so gateway to fun, dude, dude. When I first smoked weed, um, 
I the first few times I I pretended to be high because it did nothing for me. But you want to know why it did nothing for me? And I bet someone shares this sentiment. My, you know how my friends told me to inhale. Yes. Like, told me to fucking swallow the smoke. You swallowed. They just told me to. Sw- <laughs> You're supposed to spit the smoke. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to spit the smoke. But you no, the first few out. times I smoked weed, I just I I took a hit and I I swallowed. I like you know I just tried to swallow smoke. So then the first time I did get high, I was stoked. It was the same guys. And they all laughed. And I was like, okay, so... But by that point, I'd spent quite a lot of money getting fake high. Mm. So, like, that was a bummer. So I never swallowed any more drugs again. I inhaled everything. I inhaled yeah. everything. Mushrooms. What? Coke. I inhaled all of it. <laughs> I only I only inhale things now. And that's how you get the most that, out that's... of any anything. Yeah, I mean, that, that actually sounds like very sound logic. Was that a Viagra bong hit or a weed bong <laughs> hit? <laughs> Can you have Viagra out of a bong? And you know, um, I th- I think a big experience for like, you, you know, I think the thing about weed too is like it was always fun when it was taboo and was, was illegal, and obviously it's legal here now. When like yeah. your pa- you didn't want your parents to know, even though you came home with like red eyes and started eating everything from the cupboard. Mm. But a big thing for us was like going to the going to the Netherlands because like when you were a kid, you could get so served in the coffee shops, and we went when we were like sixteen wow. to Eindhoven and. Um, we, we were in our band at the time and we had a we had an older friend driving us and one night we slept in the van and everyone had had edibles and everyone was super fucked up and a couple guys ventured out to get food we were sleeping in the van in like the middle of the suburbs too and it was yeah. hours and they didn't come back and i like what we were all sleeping in the van uncomfortable hot high hungry thirsty and i'm like i'm like i tap my my buddy on the on the shoulder i'm like Ruben, i'm like like it's been several hours like and they haven't heard come back and he's like i don't know dude i was like they're probably lost we'll, we'll find them in the morning um you know this is before people had cell phones, cell phones. With, a lot of da- <laughs> with, with, with a lot of data anyway yeah, so it's harder yeah. right it's like pay-as-you-go phones it didn't work outside mm-hmm. of the country and then all of a sudden i started hearing this like this like ever-increasing steps and running and then it's like ah and like i'm like that's yelling that's them that's them and then they're all they're, they're at the van door like bang 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 like oh like open a door open a door open a door and we open the door and they like slam it and we're, we're all awake in the van it's like nine of us in a van there's two bands on tour a bunch of 16 year olds and our older driver just being like what the what's going on and we're just like dude like you guys okay what happened and one of them and they're like we saw a panther <laughs> <laughs> so it must must have just been a cat anyway first time i think that was the first time they had edibles yeah and they were chased by a panther on the streets of eindhoven holland so there you go first yeah. first uh and I, I never, I ne- I never did edibles again. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I mean, edibles are, as I say, the unknown. The, 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 not everyone sees the black cat. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone sees the black cat. Everyone's experience but is way when, different. When they, when they do. How about, how about you, man? You, have you, you know, you, you, you used to do weed. I, you used I, to have, do weed. Have I, have I done the pot? <laughs> I have done the gunge. I uh, first time I was with my best friend and. Uh, you know, mine, mine's kind of like somewhat of a generic first-time story. You know, you, you, you smoke, you know, with the best friend. You get really, Held really high. Held up a high. liquor store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All kinds of debauchery. Have an orgy. But basically, I just, I got really high. I laughed a lot. But the, the, the only real sort of like the funny thing, because my, my first-time drug story is a little bit weak. I, I feel like, you know, it's no getting chased by a Black Panther did I just add Black Panther as in like the the film like I've seen it recently anyways but uh, mine did involve at the end of the end of the night 
I consumed two whole loaves of bread. And I don't think... I think it was just Hold toasted. On. White or brown? Uh, it was like a sourdough. Ooh, which nice. I feel like is more impressive. It, yeah. For All some good reason. For your gut because, you know, it's, it's like... It's a firmer bread, you know, to work through two loaves. That's a lot of chewing, a lot of gnawing. It's it's a lot of hard work. But I ate two loaves of bread, and the next day, my friend's family was none too pleased as there was no toast for breakfast. That's why they call you Bready Brenton. Bready Brenton. Brenton. This is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it almost makes sense that we get derailed in the most goofy possible way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, I, I... We've, we've kind of gone back and forth before. I, I, I got to hear, like, your second story, because I know there's one that that's hilarious to me, and I, I want you to tell it again. So when I... Uh, you know, when, when growing up in, in London, mushrooms were legal. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what they did, but as, like, a curious 14-year-old, at the first sign of a... I think it was 14, yeah. When I smoked weed before, first time, sign of a good house party... I was in the market trying to wrangle some mushrooms off any vendor that would sell to an obviously underage kid. Eventually, someone on the DL sells me some mushrooms. Right. Went to a house party at a friend's house. Um, sitting in the top room, leading out onto the balcony with a friend, waiting for them to kick in. Un- unaware of exactly what a mushroom trip looked like or felt like. But, I mean, it felt like something, that's for sure. It was, it was working in my, my, 14, my unde- undeveloped brain. And um, anyway, so there's all these people, drunk people coming back and forth you know shooting a shit with us and, and going out on the balcony to smoke or drink or mess around and coming back through the room we were in which we had occupied for our trip and amusement pleasure at some point in that kind of jerky way that the night progresses i realized the balcony door has been closed and through the glass window are several people angry yelling and banging on the window making indiscernible comments or yells toward me and i'm standing over my friend with these big wide trip eyes and and it comes apparent they go in the key the key and he's like, do you, and he's like, this is my buddy Will. He's like, Jacob, do you have the key? And I was like, no. He's like, you sure? So I, and then I, I, I've, I'll always remember this. Putting my hand into my mouth and pulling like dripping with saliva, a metallic key. People seeing me doing it, being like, I don't know if they'd see me put it in my in my mouth or just lock them out, being you know, being like, ah, oh, like going nuts unlock the door with the saliva dripping key and but man like yeah like that was that was just such a crazy story for me i i i'll always re- i'll always remember finding a key in my mouth and not remembering putting it there There's, the thing about mushrooms is is the, the jumps in time are so real like um one time i had a bad trip and when i kind of i felt like i came to at one point not from physically passing out but buzzing through different spaces and times and i woke up in a freezing cold bathtub in my clothes <laughs> full of freezing water i was i was sick that was actually the time i realized i should really stop doing it i'd had a bad trip and i freaked out i it, it, also a cool part of that it was it was the last day of school when i was 16 and so we'd you taken had a, a bad trip on the last day in school. school and left that's crazy and then that's woken wild. up in a bathtub and and then that was crazy and then um the other the other one i remember is i went to a reading festival that year and green day was headlining the sunday i'll i'll, I'll preface that it was 50 cent followed by green day so I was, I was, I was coming. It's a up. mix of crowds. It was, it, so well, it's like a no. I, I did the Green Day mix. crowd didn't appreciate Fifty Cent. He actually got bottled off. So I'm coming up watching Fifty Cent <laughs> very, getting like it was like a, a ra- yeah rainstorm of bottles. 
The year before it was Daphne and Celeste that got bottled off. That's the fun. Do you remember them? It's like a tradition. Yeah. No, I don't actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry to kill. <laughs> I'm that not going to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had that song. It was like U G L. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Were they Australian? No, they were no. American. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't associate. But like, no. So um, us Australians anyway, are a proud folk. I came up pretty hard during Green Day and lost my friends. But I remember halfway through the set just like standing in the middle of the crowd just bawling my eyes out watching like my favorite band as a 16 year old just surrounded by people being like man that's a pretty that's an emotional kid yeah, yeah. i was listening yeah. To, i think yeah, they played waiting and i just lost lost my shit you know but, my my mushroom experience was like not an experience at all <laughs> which is kind of like it's sort of like an oxymoron that i'm about to tell a drug story that really isn't a drug story shiitake kind of oyster you know, <laughs> regular, just regular, just regular bun. brown, <laughs> just uh, brown, creminis. <laughs> for someone that hates mushrooms, you're surely listing a lot of mushrooms. But I know uh, they're cold, Brenton. <laughs> but I, I went to Algonquin, and the plan was when I went to Algonquin was to go to a waterfall, and do mushrooms. And the hilarious thing was, uh, I was staying at a nature retreat. And, um, you know, there's, there's... Is that one of those retreats where you have to be naked? It's where you have to hang dong, <laughs> have to hang dong. <laughs> around the clock. No, uh, it, was, it was pretty standard. It was, it was a family resort. And that's, uh, it had a lot of families there. And there was uh, one particular child that was just kind of... Uh, it was, he was a little rambunctious, a little special. And uh, he basically uh, called me and uh, my partner at the time, mum and dad. That was this child's thing. And it was kind of, you know, boundaries for a child are virtually non-existent, especially when it comes to, you know, stuff like this. And uh, the parents had to often, like, reel him, reel him in and just say, you know, you've got to leave these two young people alone. So uh, we, you know, we, we get to this waterfall and uh, holding the mushroom in my hand and I see this family that's staying at the retreat, canoeing towards us. And all I can hear is like, from across the lake, like, hey, mom and dad. And it just, I just, I thought about it. And I just thought to myself, it's too much. I can't deal with all this. I can't be on mushrooms and have to deal with this child. He harshed your vibe, man. He harshed my vibe, he harshed freaked your me vibe. out. I just, I, I got cold feet, didn't eat the mushrooms, my partner ate my share too, and I got to watch them have just the most amazing trip, and, you know, we're canoeing, and, you know, summertime in Algonquin, it's like beautiful, and I'm just sober, angry, that this little child ruined you had a, my moment. You had like a pre-bad trip to the trip. Yeah, it That's wasn't crazy. even the trip, it was just like a, it was like a, I don't know, so I had the fear and I, uh, it didn't happen. So, so anticlimactic. I know. I feel like I just harshed this uh, podcast's buzz. Let's do some mushrooms in a canoe this summer, but like, let's yes. somehow. I can imagine, like, uh, I can imagine someone will ruin it. Someone will ruin it for you right at that yeah, last moment. Right it's that, just not. That, it's that, just that critical moment before I ingest. It, it's just not not meant uh, not meant for me. So you're um, you you like used to used to rave a little bit, right? Used to I, rave uh, a little bit. I used to I before it was cool, I used to sober rave. I used to sober rave. Srave. Sraving. Um so like uh so, so like the rave scene is obviously big on like on uppers. Sober raving sounds like an oxymoron, does it not? It kinda does, yeah. It yeah. kinda does, yeah. 
Um, but like we um like w- when we used to do that like we used to do like a lot of like m like you know like mdma and stuff when i was a kid as well like a lot of ecstasy stuff like that and then one time one of the first times i went to a rave and I, I came up and i was like dancing like crazy and i remember my friend sitting in the corner and unfortunately we don't have a film i'm sorry to cut you off all i can think of is that like uh like meme or gif where it's like that guy raving and he's like got like the really long <laughs> chestions and that's how i just see you right now well it was actually apparently what i was doing was standing up lifting my arms to the ground and then bending my knees deeply and sort of like squat falling to the ground and standing back up. apparently i stood on the dance floor doing that all night and i remember doing i kept saying to the mc i kept saying to the mc like i like the lyrics i like the lyrics he kept being like i'm glad you like the lyrics i'm glad you like the lyrics i like so I, I always remember that time but like i always remember just like MDMA makes you look I hated doing it because it makes you look like you like chew your own face off and your eyes are wide and it just like and then I, I worked in a nightclub for a bit and it just makes you look so gross like it's it's a lot of fun oh you look terrible it make it makes people look so undeniably gross in so many different ways and then like um there, there were so many times I remember I was in Budapest once watching uh watching a DJ with a friend and at one point like my friend who was like high off his face started getting ice from the bar and like rubbing it on my back like and i was like <laughs> this is a little little you know i was like this is fine like it was hot in there you know i enjoyed it but then like without being able to stop him because he was so high i see him he's like walking around offering it to people and some people are actually saying yes you know like and he's like rubbing ice on like wet ice from his hands <laughs> and on people's back it's melting everywhere and i'm watching him walk around and then like through the corner of my eye I just see him offering it to like the meanest looking tattooed like six foot biker dude and I'm like ready to go over there and just like push him out the way and just be like stop stop like this guy's gonna be mad and like I like you know when you look away because you're embarrassed or worried for a friend but like because I figured the guy would probably was probably not gonna hit him he was probably just gonna be like yeah. what the fuck and then I look over and the biker dude has actually taken his shirt off and my friend is just giving him an ice massage and I was like the power they must have taken the same batch man the power of drugs honestly <laughs> my my experience so there's a there's a festival in australia every every year i don't know if it still goes on now but it's called the big day out and it's just like the big music festival you know of course yeah everyone, this, everyone's, this, heard of big everyone's day got out. it yeah, yeah. it's the same formula so obviously they had the the boiler room the boiler room was the uh stage for all the dance artists and all i'll remember is me and my 16 year old friend being like we should go to the boiler room and dance with all the girls you know like because you know you got that like teenager logic you're like that's where i'll go so we <laughs> we go and it's like you know hard like it's hard trance going it's it's you know so we get to the middle of the floor and we're like yeah this will be cool and all we are we're just surrounded by like topless sweaty english dudes <laughs> and i don't know if you can explain that to me but like it was like traumatizing <laughs> to just to witness that as a sixteen-year-old. That was probably me. <laughs> yeah. Probably me. Oh yeah, in I, Australia, I, 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 your I, year abroad. I can see that, man. You know, MDMA. Uh, it, it's interesting because it raises your serotonin levels so much that you're very unable to process bad things happening. Thanks, so Joe good Rogan. Thing, good thing you weren't. <laughs> good thing you weren't. That was a weird laugh. <laughs> that was funny it was a good it was a joke it was funny it was a good joke yeah, nice. um so be- before we start talking about like steroids and trc though <laughs> um 
well, you're unable to process bad things. I, when I was 17, I went to a New Year's rave and got jumped while high on MDMA. And if you've oh ever taken God. MDMA, I, I, I ended up being fine. They didn't get anything from me or managed to hurt me. <laughs> so you were I, I got on jumped. MDMA and you got jumped. I got jumped at a rave. It was a squat. <laughs> it was in like a squat. It was like an illegal, illegal rave too. So like, yeah. it wasn't like there was any security and like, that's the I, real but, rave right but like there. that was like genuinely the most one of the most horrible experiences i've ever had in my life is being filled with these happy chemicals <laughs> but experiencing something really fucking shitty and like oh, you know man. somewhat traumatic i mean it getting jumped is traumatic like oh yeah I, like, no like, again like is, luckily like horrible. i kind of got out of there but like man like um you know and i would say like anecdotally speaking this is why drugs should be taken in spaces you're safe in because <laughs> it's very difficult to deal with it's hard enough dealing with stuff like that when you're drunk yeah let alone when you, yeah mdma doesn't make you invincible no not like alcohol i mean I alcohol could... makes you invincible <laughs> i feel like yeah that that that's a whole other podcast right there <laughs> i mean i grew up in australia and you grew up in england i mean these are two heavy drinking countries <laughs> absolutely yeah we are known for our uh you know ability to just not stop fosters <laughs> just foster like everyone just drinks which, fosters, which is right? the what's the like famous uk one what would be the oh, uk God, so many bad beers from the uk what would I actually mean, be a famous super tenants <laughs> super tenants is like a 10 percent carlsberg special brew I don't know brew. special brew. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you else. You know, Carlsberg in Australia tried to really market itself as fancy beer. That's, that's I mean, weird. what does that say about us? Booze is expensive <laughs> in Australia, though, isn't it? Though it is. It is expensive. So I mean, everything's fancy. Booze All in our Australia. like cheap booze is named after like very traditionally Australian yeah. animals. Emu export. <laughs> Kangaroo piss. <laughs> That's the worst Australian accent of all time. Koala lager. <laughs> you just did a bad Australian accent. You've, you should it's, have just spoken in your regular it's voice. It's strange that I cannot do my own accent yeah, it is, when it's I'm tough. trying. It is tough, man. It's like, it, it is tough to do your own accent. So, um, what's your favourite drug song? What's your favourite... Is it... Um, it's Lucy mm. in the Sky with Diamonds, isn't it? It's so predictable. <laughs> I used to, when I was high, I used to love cigarettes. Yeah. I still do, really. Yeah, that's, that's I know. jazz. No, jazz is too much to process. Yeah, 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 yeah. That like, makes yeah, too, what, what, too many things going. Like on. what? We playing seven, eight time? Come on, <laughs> what? I can't process. You are that. a drummer, I guess. It it probably makes sense, but all you can hear is that random crashing of assorted stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Days and confused was a good shout because like good there's one. got a lot yeah. of um, there's a lot of got a lot of classic stoner stoner music material. I mean, it. I was a half baked was a special one for me. Oh yeah, yeah. There was some. I'm trying to think what what the music was from that. I don't necessarily think there was much music, just more as Dave Chappelle. Oh, dude, there was it. There was. There was. There was. Got to talk to Samson. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. It's a, it's a great. It's a great song. It's a great song. I always like that part. Uh, you know, like which part of Jamaica are you from? <laughs> right near the oh. beach. <laughs> we. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, Amazing. No, that was a great I feel film. like it only makes sense that I'm getting completely and totally derailed. No, you, you know what though? Like, um, I uh, I used to love stoner movies when I was a kid because I loved smoking weed, and yeah, and it's amazing what the complexity that weed adds to films, which is why you can't watch films that are too complicated if you're not good at smoking weed. Yes. I've had I've ruined a few films myself by watching them high and having no idea what's going on. But at the same time, I remember one of the last times I got really high, I watched Mac, Mac and Devin go to high school. 
mm-hmm. you know the Snoop Dogg Wiz Khalifa movie on Netflix yeah, yeah and right. it just like it, it really you really <laughs> realise in that moment how much that was written by and for stoned people and you know like cartoons are the same right like talk about like stuff like Alice in Wonderland being written like on hallucinogens music by bands like the Beatles I mean so much media is created for the purpose of drugs yeah and so much media is created by people on those things but when you're on drugs you feel like everything was created for you in that state mm-hmm. so, yeah that's pretty accurate so who, who who knows who knows right yeah but um yeah man i mean um if 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 there's one kind of if there's one if there's one takeaway from 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 your experiences with drugs that you would pass on as wisdom to people what, what would what would it be would it be oh. like it, it could even just be something like your favorite drug cocktail honestly for me Martini my glass. my advice is uh you know if you're really really high and you think you're having a heart attack you're not it's okay it's all right you never. know never, never. You're never having a heart attack. You know what really fucked me up a little bit was when, uh, was it Kevin Smith had the heart attack? Remember? Yeah, so he was saying that, like, that sort of came on as he was really high. Like, that's, like, the one time where, like, it actually was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Um, What are some other... And some other tips I would say, you know, if if you've gone the hallucinogenic path, you're not going crazy. It's fine. Just relax. Have a good time. Never. You know, this is kind of like a the more you know kind of like kind of like positive sort of look. But what about you? I feel like you, you know. <laughs> I mean in your vein it's like if you if you took a bunch of coke, you you don't want to fight people. You don't, don't want to get you don't, don't want to get in that people. fight. You're not a better fighter cuz you just did some coke. Just you go and the boys a, go for a run. Go for a run. Go for a coke run. Sweat it out. Coke run, sweat it out. Sweat it out. And then like do <laughs> this this advice really yeah it's, it's really you know this is really very point blank advice with no um no context but yeah you know again i think it just comes down to the, the the spaces that you're in and text everyone in your phone book and tell them what drugs you're doing including your boss your parents mm-hmm. you know your dog everyone everyone don't get too don't get too messed up around your dogs, man. They get upset. They get upset. If you're around a dog and you're really high, they don't they don't like it. They don't no. like it. I mean like maybe like if you if you if you're already high all the time, it's fine, but like don't like don't like take a bunch of mushrooms around your dog. Might my, not go well. My dog ate an edible once, like uh got it off. Dude, the we should counter. we should have had her on the show. I mean her perspective would be just absolutely unique. But yeah. oh, that wasn't. I felt really bad because I felt like I could relate to her because yeah. she was just like confused and you know just felt like uneasy. You know that that real uneasy feeling. Hold on a minute though, because this happened to me at your house. I took an edible and got too high, and you didn't seem to have any sympathy or relation <laughs> to me. What I knew people being so much more sympathetic to animals than other people. Well, I, I think if I remember correctly, we were watching a UFC card, and. I looked over to you at one point and could kind of realize that you were having a tough time. Just just your stare alone was sort of like... I could see fear in your eyes. Yeah. And I remember looking at the fights and thinking, these are a lot more interesting than what Jacob is experiencing right now. And that you'll be okay. You know, you just had to work through it. 
I, I mean, Why to be fair, we had a friend it? over and I took on all the talking all duties. The I, I, I lost my part in the <laughs> conversation during that evening. What was what was your advice for if, if, if you're stoned again? What was the advice you just gave for the first time you smoke weed? Just don't freak out. And you, you didn't take it. I don't know if I freaked out. Internally, you did. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I mean, what, I you, could, what are you, you going to do? What are you going to do? But what you kept it do? together well yeah. enough. Um, you know, but shout out to, uh, to all, all you, all you people fucking getting lit right now, you know? If, if, yeah. if you, if you, if you, if you're coming up listening to this, well, cool, I guess, you know? But, you know, we're, we're on iTunes now, so hit, this the, like hit, a hit comedy... the subscribe, hit the subscribe link, guys. Subscribe. That was like a, almost like a comedy freestyle. But like it was awkward. The iTunes bit? Yeah. No, I'm just telling people to subscribe. We're on oh, okay, iTunes yeah. now. I just put the podcast on iTunes. That's. I mean, to be quick, shout out to to Jacob for doing that because I was originally tasked with doing the technical side of this project, and I uh, did not upheld any end of my bargain at all. I, I don't know if we should shout each other out on our own <laughs> podcast. It seems a little narcissistic. I mean, if I'm patting but your you back high. and you're patting my back, <laughs> I don't know it feels, feels okay. Anyways, thanks for listening. We're going to be back with more first times. Ciao.